Hey guys, welcome to the Super Show. I'm Chris, that's Alex, and that's Jamie, and we are a podcast about games. We sure are. So, uh, just diving right into that kind of information for your ears. Sometimes what an efficient we... intro. Indeed, we wander into other areas sometimes. Yeah, we do. But we stray. We not to today, monsieur. Not that is, today. That is a bold claim at this <laughs> We're absolutely going to stray today. You've, well, you've already told me that you're going to mention something which has nothing to do with games, which is a movie you watched on Netflix. Why don't you just stop with the spoilers, okay? Yes, we may be talking about movies. Okay? We're, not, we're not chained to gaming anymore. This is true. If you I'm, didn't know... Actually, we... I, I, I'm actually chained to games. Yeah? Yeah. Physically. Yeah, physically. I can see you know, that there's um, a copy of the Saboteur. How Kratos has the chains wrapped around his arms. I'm like that. And I just have a Pierce Vita hanging from each arm. <laughs> Pierce Vita. Smashing people in the head with him. From Absolutely. Distance. Quality. Jones is the same, but he's got the PSP Go. Oh, Vita. Oh. You always have to be different, don't you? <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Classic Jones. Anyway. I anyway. Did a, I did have a PSP. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. All that good saucy stuff. But we are also on a podcast platform, hopefully of your choice, which is Spotify, iTunes, and uh, Google Podcasts, as well as few others cast box diesel mm. i'm gonna say if their choice isn't any of those then you've made the wrong choice well there we go find a different platform you numpty yeah, yeah. you can also follow us on social media on twitter and instagram at super show pod and the last little bit of information before we get into the juicy juicy juice of it all is we are fully funded at this point by our lovely patrons well oh, we're, yeah. we're partially funded by our lovely patrons the rest of it is us funded i suppose well yeah. well, yeah. Until we withdraw that money from Patreon, uh, we're not funded at all. But yes, if yes. you would like to support so, so. the Super Show, please go and check our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Super Show. Uh, it's on screen right now. And hey, as part of that, you know, we got some patrons already, and they are gracious enough to give us some money, so we are gracious enough to put their names on the screen. They're the so, crazy uh, fools who keep the lights on. Hell yeah. So, big shout-outs go to everybody that supports us. But of course. In, in particular... Angus McChilly, Brett Zerbrig, and Terry Spence, with the big man Skylar Music being a, a very a gracious person. Thanks, fellas. That's why his name Cheers, is Big, because they rock. You're keeping the lights on at the moment, yeah. and there are a lot of them. Well, <laughs> Maybe if we turned off a few of these lights. Well, we don't have to lower the brightness next week, depending on the, how many more people <laughs> sign bills, up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, cool. Well, today we're going to do something a little bit different, right? Because we've, the podcast has been going for, what, this is the sixth episode now? And uh, sure. it's 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 been going okay. Has it been going that long? That's like a month and a half. Yeah. We, you we, could we, tell me this was the third episode, I believe you. Yeah, me too. It's the second episode. You know what they say, Chris? Time flies Time when you're having fun. That's a fucking lie, because I hate sitting here with you guys. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> a bit strong. So Definitely a lie. While, while you know, we Love came out of the podcast, we we're like, yeah, this is good. It felt good. But maybe it's a little bit too structured, because after this, after the podcast recordings, mm. we usually record some Patreon-only podcast which Ooh. hey if you're a patron of a certain amount it's open to you but those are a lot more relaxed and i think you know what let's try and inject some of that relaxedness into our podcast and so can i can i tell them so we are from now on half the podcast is going to be a three-man acapella <laughs> singing group i was singing just before we started recording were. what were you singing uh, baby, baby got back. I was singing. No, I was singing Roxanne. Oh, Roxanne. <laughs> you were Roxanne. That's what you, and baby got Roxanne's back. Roxanne's a great song. You know, that's like a, a go-to karaoke song for me. There's two, two really? songs. Really? You no, can't hit songs. those notes. You three can't songs. hit those notes. Can. No, you can't. Can. Can. So prove it. Stretch goal. Prove it. No. Stretch goal. <laughs> I can do a cartwheel. I just don't want to. One-handed cartwheel. It doesn't work like that. Well, it is. So Roxanne <laughs> was one of them. 
Beyonce, uh, uh, was it sexy, sexy girl? What's what's the? I don't even sexy, remember the fucking sexy girl. Sexy everything. Oh anyway. no, that, that's not Beyonce. Is it? No, there's a Beyonce yeah, one. That's like that. Anyway, I drunk know. in love. No, no, that's we, crazy. We we want pre-depression Beyonce, <laughs> not yeah. after Jay Z cheated on her and every song became about look how sad and miserable I am. Yeah, we're talking about like her, her cheek clapping days. Pre-lemonade, Ooh, whatever it's days. called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but yeah. my num- my number one go-to karaoke song. Oh God, Celine Dion. No, Whitney. No, oh, God. Oh, hit, hit us, go on. It's gonna be bad. It's, it's cocaine. What's that? It's a. Uh, not Brian Adams. Uh, what's his face? What, oh, fuck the me. old dude. Yeah, the old. Is dude. it the one whose uh, son ran out of a window? Eric Clapton. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Eric Clapton. How'd yeah. it go? I don't know the song. Uh, if you wanna get high and you wanna die, cooking. Oh, I have heard it. Hell yeah. yeah! I did not expect the only that. Eric that cool. Yeah, because you see, you've got you've got Roxanne, which is the high notes, and you've got Cocaine, yeah. which is the gruff notes. I like it. But anyway, we're not well, it's not karaoke podcast, is it? I'm not a karaoke. Well, you've made person. it a bit of a karaoke Listen, podcast. You've di- sung twice now. We're going to diverge from the usual, all right? We're still going to talk about games, but I thought today let's all bring one piece of item style news that we would like to uh, talk about. Yeah, maybe spark a discussion. Who yes. knows? But as usual, before we get into that, let's see what we've been playing. <laughs> let's, let's gather it all up because I'm going to start this time. I have played a little bit of Hollow Knight and nothing else. What about you, guy? <laughs> oh God, I think we better go to Jonesy. Right, hold on, hold on. But before we get to you guys, I'm going to say this. Okay, yeah. last week I said that by next week I would have hoped to have finished uh, the last of <laughs> the us. Last of us. <laughs> and le- and not not even finished. He's not even started. I haven't even started. All a best whole intentions. Week. All best intentions. Actually, I'm not going to criticize, and you'll yeah, know why on, in a second. On. All best intentions, but I've been seriously busy this week. The but road I will... to hell is lined with good intentions, Chris. That's the one, yeah. So uh, fuck me. Um, I will get there. I look. I might not finish it by next week, but I'm hoping you it won't have to started be it. <laughs> no, week. no, I'd put money on you not having started it by next week. Really? How much? Actually, no. I'm not going to put money on it because I know your life is about to change in two days' time, <laughs> and uh, you probably will start it. But I don't think you'll finish it. I, I also don't think I'll finish. But we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, what I do want to speak to you guys about is uh, the movie that you alluded to that I saw I saw the other day which was uh, a Netflix original yes it's a uh, Dolomite is my name with good old uh, Eddie Murphy the comeback the comeback king and uh, it it was it's a fun film man it's a feel the feel good film of the year yeah I heard very positive things I just didn't know anything about it when it came out so I was like hmm. me neither and it's really good I, I say like it's it's funny it's charming it's well made and I was just thinking about like movies lately, and it's just like, why do so many mo- movies just not make any fucking sense these days? It's almost like they've thrown okay. out the rule book of like, hey, establish, develop, and fulfill your characters, or, or you know, have a, have a have a character arc, or have a, a, a story begin and end. It's like that shit doesn't happen anymore, and it fucking annoys me. Right. Whereas like, it was just refreshing to have this film come. I was like, yeah, this is a story about how he got it made. Like, this is how he struggled. This is where. He, he like started it this is then like the vacuum the problem he had and this is how he overcame it at the end it was like fucking great I think a big problem with the movie industry in general and that's you know more than more creative industries like games and stuff I think have the same problem is this become too much about the money son money bitches um, and they try and think of the ways that they can make money the ways they can make as much money as possible like marketing budgets that are bigger than the cost of like the production budget yeah. of the film yeah. and it's like they, they don't put the creative endeavour first yeah. No. So when they do, I think we all get excited. Which, fair enough, is what this movie was about. It's almost the opposite of that, saying, hey, we don't have much of a budget. Let's just fucking film this Dolomite film as gorilla as we fucking can. 
And I have not it, seen it, but it sounds so, cool. It's so good. I man. saw some stuff about it and Eddie Murphy talking about yes. it. Yeah, it it's weird. really good. And and yeah, a lot of people have been touting it as a return of Eddie Murphy, and he was really good in it. You know who else was in it? Which was a really fucking good surprise because he was excellent in it. Oh, I don't know who. Wesley Snipes. No shit. Yeah. Oh, Big Wes. Out of jail and back at back at yeah. work. He must have got out of jail years ago. No, he did. He, did. he lost I, the plot, didn't he? Yeah, what I think he got out of jail and he did some like straight to DVD kind of movies. But yeah. now now he's going to straight to Netflix. He, movies, he so. did do one thing that I thought was very funny. Is did you remember the movie What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. yes. Which is a mockumentary about vampires yes, living yeah. in the modern day. So they made a TV show spin-off oh, yes, of What yeah, We Do yeah, in the that Shadows. Was yeah. And there's um there's a scene in the TV show spin-off where they're having like a meeting of all the vampires. <laughs> Vampires, and they somehow got some high-profile people to be there, like uh, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, was in that scene. Um, and there's a laptop sat there, <laughs> and it's Wesley Snipes skyping in to yeah, the vampire that's meeting. Cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> did, he actually, did he actually do it? Or did oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I think he's at the point in his career where he's like, yeah, I'll fucking do anything. He's probably still paying off tax bills or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that stuff doesn't go away. That's what did it him. Did it mean? Yeah, like, that's why he went away. I think the fame got to him a bit, didn't it? Because he was he was seemed to be fine in like the nineties, like end of the eighties, obviously nineties. Oh, since you're fifty seven. And then he oh, smashed it, but then he got to the point where I think people have even said, like, on set, he didn't really give you, a fuck. Yeah, you want to oh, hear, like, yeah. horror stories from set. Find uh, someone talking about, it's like a podcast, or maybe there's a video on yeah. YouTube, talking about working with Wesley Snipes on Blade Trinity. Yes. It got yeah, to the I've point heard, yeah. where he'd only come out of his trailer for close-ups, and he wanted his stunt <laughs> double to do everything else. <laughs> everything else. I think I heard as well that it was basically, like... <laughs> his trailer was just hotbox the entire time and it was just, oh, just perfect which like kind of sucks day. because I like the first two Blade movies so much that I really oh, yeah. want Wesley Snipes to be a cool dude and if, if he's a bit of a dick that kind of that sucks if memory serves it, was, it wasn't it was that he like was a bit of a dick it was that he was contractually obliged to do it and he didn't want to do it and he said he didn't and then he kind of was made to do it mm, maybe, maybe I'm making that up but plus that, sure I feel like that was also the point where they were like well Wesley Snipes is still Blade but also let's put Ryan Reynolds in this and kind of make it more about him than it probably should be yeah and the, the comedy outside of it completely killed it for me yeah. I, I think awful. Triple H was in that movie he is yeah it? he was yeah, in it oh shit man like I remember Blade 1 came out and everyone was raving about it so I went to go see it in the cinema I was like hey you know what this is a fun film fine but when Blade 2 came out though, I was like fuck this is fucking cool the, the thing that helped the, the original Blade film though was that yeah. fucking song at, at, the, at the start of the um in the club, the yeah, that club seems wicked. When yeah, you, when you but, but that, yeah. I remember that that track was huge in South Africa when I was in high school. It was like, yeah, fucking go. Uh, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say, I remember watching Blade for the first time, and it's at the very start of the movie when they're driving to that club. Yeah, and the guy asks like, hey, "Where are we going?" And she says like, "You'll see or something." And she squeezes his dick, and I was re I remember watching it, and I was young enough to think, "What the fuck? Was <laughs> she squeezing his willy?" <laughs> What, really, what are these yeah. two doing? And, these and then Jamie tried, and that was the start of his uh, masturbation uh, career. No, I waited until the blood orgy started, and then that <laughs> and was then, the start of masturbation. It, yeah. As soon as Wesley Snipes' boots were in frame, I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> Time to jack Break it. out the KY jelly. <laughs> Which one was the Mark Goss one? Was that the third, was that the third one? Mark, Mark Goss. Goss. Was that the first one? Who's you Mark know, Bross from Bross. Oh, from Bross. Oh, That's oh, played too. Because yeah. he works with Guillermo del Toro yeah. a lot. That, right, because he also had Danny John Jules, who was in two as well. Mm. I think <laughs> sure who's the uh, the cat from uh, Red Dwarf I don't know oh seen right Red oh Dwarf. shit yeah, yeah. yeah so he's he's the guy at the beginning know. where they have the really awful CGI fighting in front of the lights oh right and then hey, him that, and... That, that scene was cool though it was awful they, they look like they're made of rubber no but they're like, bendy. conceptually 
Do you know what it's, it's like the scene, the scene from um, the second Matrix movie oh, where I they switch to the CG and the fucking burning oh, no. is so bad. I didn't oh. want to bring up the Matrix because we talk about it too much. But do you know what I did <laughs> do yeah, this last Matrix week? Watch the Matrix. I didn't didn't watch the Matrix. I went one step further. Oh, I went into on, the Matrix. No, I went on YouTube. Uh, on my PS4 and typed in the Matrix 4K and just watched 4K clips from the Matrix <laughs> and just picked out my favorite scenes. Fair and enough, I was reminded yeah. that there's some really good music in the Matrix. There oh, is yeah, some great yeah. music in the Matrix. And then most of it sounds like this. That is exactly it. I think that's one of the tracks. That's the song for the the beginning of the... Are they in a bank? Yeah. With the bomb? The lobby The lobby shootout. The lobby shootout. Where he goes, could, you, could you move all really metallic objects, keys, okay. loose change? <laughs> Fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. Was it shit? Was he and that? I was looking up the uh, sort of learning a little bit more about the production of The Matrix 4, which is about to start filming next yeah, month, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Interesting to see how that kind of came to pass. Mm. Because one of the Wachowskis, um, I, this is going to sound really mean, but the one that used to be Andy, and I think is now Lily. Sure. Um, is not involved. Yeah, it's, oh, only, it's only one of them. The, they basically, from uh, the second season of the Netflix show they did, Sense8, Sense they've yeah. not been working together. And now they're did doing they separate stuff. Or I don't think so. I think they just wanted to go their separate ways. And the one that was Larry and is now Lana did yeah. the season two of Sense8 on her own and is now doing The Matrix 4 on her you own. You must get to the point where you're just like, do you know what? We've been working together for a long enough time. I just want to do my own thing. I yeah. want to branch out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they've made some. They've made a lot of shit, and they've made some weird shit. And maybe it's about time. They yeah. yeah. When when Jamie and I were working on uh, all time movies, something dawned on me in terms of all of their film, films, filmography, is that each one of their stories is about someone being something but wanting to be something else. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of their films, right. and, I, and I thought that was really kind of like telling yeah. in a way. Okay. Even because there are lots of rumors at the time. Do you remember around films like I think the prime example is V for Vendetta, yeah. when they were it was very strange. They were writing films, but the person that was directing them, quote yeah. unquote, was their formerly their first AD. Yeah, yeah. Um, who but was then now it came also out that they, yeah they were basically undergoing these. They're, they're, I think they were in the oh, early stages of transition and were kind yeah. of shying away from the limelight. Well, apparently kind of they were post directing it from the back of some kind of a fucking van and just yeah. giving the dude orders. <laughs> yeah, but oh, of course that the was order, the dude's like, oh, everything's I did it, and now they've come out and gone, not really. We what was the them. other film that was made that way? It was like Ninja Assassin or something like that. Oh, that fuck, was the same yeah. thing that they were involved and that the V for Vendetta guy directed. Oh, fucking but, Ninja uh, Assassin. Fuck and then that. they finally, they, what did they? They they were kind of got to a place where they wanted to come out again and they did Cloud Atlas which some people liked oh they before that they did uh, Speed Racer Speed Racer oh, which right. again a cult film but the one I was going to say that I forgot was that it's that super big budget sci-fi film with Channing Tatum where he's got pointy ears uh, oh god what was that called oh, Jupiter something Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending. Ascending yeah that was you, them you saw that and you liked I it I quite liked it I thought it was alright that was oh so you must be looking forward to the next <laughs> Matrix film uh, yeah well, I, not I, I'm, I'm happy to see that dude the, slap like you know, like looking back at the, those three films, and it's like, yeah, actually, two and three were kind of trash. Like you like them, oh, but they were kind of trash. Gonna, I'm not going to say trash. But but there's something about like slapping the name The Matrix on something, and I'm yeah. just instantly interested. The first in one it. was that good. The, yeah, exactly. The yeah. thing I'm undecided about is that you look at the cast that's confirmed. They've made some interesting castings in terms of new people to the yeah. franchise, but obviously we know now that. Uh, Neo, well, Keanu Reeves is coming back. Carrie yeah. Ann Moss is coming back. I think Lawrence Fishburne isn't. 
The Merovingian has done an interview saying yes, he's coming yeah. back. Okay. But the one that was weird... It's just like, how's this going to be set? Because obviously Neo fucking died. Right, exactly. And the other thing that was really strange, and it says this on the, I think, Wikipedia, if you look it up, is that they approached... I think Hugo Weaving was interested in reprising oh, yeah. Agent Smith. They approached him, offered him the role. He couldn't do it. And on Wikipedia, the current wording is that they wrote him out. And I was like, hang on a second. You don't just have a story that has Agent Smith in it. Then you go, oh... Just, what, what do you mean write him out I'm did you replace him or? It, I don't, that, yeah that but then why so is Neo dumb. in it but I think what did Neo die for but I think Neo could, Neo could be because you've got basically got a thing where you've got a big computer system and you can easily say oh this person was saved in the code of the like whatever well, so yeah. you can easily get around that in any way I, I think I said it before and maybe in a podcast either on the ATG super show or this super show but saying that I always thought the really cool way to end the Matrix was to say, you know, when 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 Neo like sacrifices himself or whatever, and then the Matrix gets wiped out, and everyone mm. kind of wakes up, and then it's just the the two programs left in the um in the Matrix. Was it like the Oracle and oh the, the architect? The yeah. Architect. I don't know. And I, I was like, how quality would it be if Neo walked up and sat down there as well? It's like, oh, he was a program this whole time, and he was just in the shell of yeah. the body. Uh, maybe they'll just do some Star Wars shit where it's like a hologram. And he's there to guide the whoever. Or no, the just, new just the, the crawl saying like, uh, yeah. The, the the spirit of uh, of Neo yeah. has been sending broadcasts. Well, just hears they hear the voice in the head, like the most recent Star Wars. <laughs> well, you you were saying that, and I and I did think that it wouldn't surprise me at all if Neo's not the main character and he is a program in the Matrix because they even say in the is it the second one that the person who gets they can rebuild it in their own image and they make the new Matrix to yeah. be the the be a better version where people you know feel happier and blah blah blah. But I'm not surprised at all if he is a program inside the Matrix. Hmm. He uploaded his consciousness or something through those yeah. fucking spikes that went through his body. Exactly. Yeah. But they, yeah maybe. They've got to have a new. They can't do the same story well, again. Hey. Again, take it with a pinch of salt. But apparently, what got Warner Brothers to greenlight the project? Because Warner Brothers cut ties with the Wachowskis after I think it was after Jupiter Ascending or something like yeah. that. But what got them to greenlight it was uh, Keanu Reeves being cool again. And apparently, well, box office cool, let's say, right. so what, and the quality of the and script. The quality of the script. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's I mean, that doesn't mean, yeah, exactly, it up. means nothing. All right, anyway, games, games. Do you want to know why I was so happy to talk about The Matrix for so long? Yeah, because I don't think I've really, I haven't really played nothing. Um, I've been kind of really slacking on the game front. Man, this is bad. When when you haven't played... Because like, uh, I always count on you to kind of fill well, out the second Well, I guess, let me uh, clarify <laughs> that I've been playing games in the same way I'm always playing games. I haven't played anything new. Yeah. Um, I am ready to... About to, I'm about to start playing two set uh, two things. Kentucky Route Zero, which came out at the it? time of recording on Tuesday. No, I haven't got it yet. Yeah. But of course, that's now complete. All the episodes have been released and yes. it's on consoles. Um, You're going to get it on Switch? I might just do it on PS4. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, it, it, it probably would work as a Switch game, but I just want to yeah. sit there and get it done. And sometimes I'm bad with my Switch because you can just put it on standby and put it down. And I don't know, yeah. you don't feel as I don't feel it's in when yeah. I'm playing yeah, a Switch no, game. No, no. When you're not, when you're, if you're doing a lot of traveling, the Switch is perfect. If you're kind of at home, then you're yeah. kind of like, why would I play my Switch at my home? Because I do it in bed. I was going to say, unless you go to the toilet. <laughs> I, yeah, I do it in bed as I well. I do it in bed. And, and, but the shit thing is, you, you kind of say to yourself, all right, I'll do all of this other shit and then I'll play my Switch in bed, right? And then you get you get into bed, you switch on your, your switch. And it's like no, I don't have any battery. It's like fuck. <laughs> that is that is well annoying when yeah. you. And then you think oh, I've just got to leave it plugged in for five days, and then it will recharge. <laughs> yeah, because it because it charges so slowly. It's not quick. anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, do you want to know so the other thing? Yeah, what was the other one? Yeah. Um, I was gonna save this till I guess it would have been next weekend when I actually played it. But I took a plunge on something completely random, and oh. I'm really curious to see how it works out. 
basically there was a thing that came out last year and when we all saw the trailer we laughed at how weird it looked yeah. and then it kept getting kind of positive press the reviews kept being good it kept popping up at the, up at the huh. end of the year and it got to the point and i hit, kept hearing it was sold out everywhere it got to the point where i was like i've got to look into this thing it's driven ring fit adventure Oh yes! No. Did I, you get it? I bought I bought Ring Fit Adventure. What oh. the hell is Ring Fit Adventure? Ring Fit Adventure this is what we wanted to get you to do to play on stream like the last streams of the, the on the last legs of fucking all time gaming. So it's it's a pre existing concept in exercise. I'm led to believe I'm not an expert in the matter as you might have guessed. <laughs> which is that it's this big plastic ring yeah. that you put a Joy-Con in and you can bend it. It's like a and like squeeze oh, it and yes. pull it. They call it torsional or tension. Oh, ring okay, or no, I do remember. It. And they and they built an adventure game like around the use of this thing yeah. okay and I, and so basically it, the, the trailer had two people that looked like they were fucking coked out their fucking heads <laughs> and we all thought this is the weirdest looking piece of shit ever comes out reviews okay it gets to December and I had two things first of all that there were people that kept making videos about oh this is how I'm using it in my daily life or blah 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 um, and I also saw a tweet from someone I think at the MPD saying Oh yeah, Ring Fit Adventures uh, sold out in a lot of places. It's selling That's unbelievably mad, well. Yeah. I, so get this because I haven't heard anything of it other than those like Me launch either. trailers. Yeah. No, I go in Amazon early January. This is why I've been keeping it under wraps for so long, <laughs> and go to order it. It says estimated delivery date is like the twenty eighth of February. The the backlog was over a month long. But I reckon that's probably because of the peripheral rather than anything yeah, else. Yeah, it's, like, it's I mean, st stock shortages and, and stuff. And I'm sure like. they maybe were worried that it wouldn't sell that well, so they'd be like, "Hey, here's minimal, like the minimal we got to do." S still though, I went on like Game, I went on Argos, I went on all the places. You that's cool. Think so to you go. reckon by next week you you would have. They tried to deliver it today, and I wasn't there because I was oh, here. Was that the one you were talking oh. about? Oh, yeah. Okay. Shout out to the Royal Mail. That'd be um, cool. So ne next week you're going to be slimmer than both of us. No, I'm, this is the gonna, thing. I, I, and I feel like when oh, now I want to play Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> I'll bring it in if you want. Oh I, and I feel like I need to clarify, like, because when the fat guy buys a piece of exercise gear, I'm, this isn't one of those. Oh, I just want everyone to know this is a new year, <laughs> new me. This is just like I wonder if this is going to be the first attempt to gamify exercise that actually has any impact on me. Do you know what? Yeah. Having next week, we're going to say, "Oh, how was it?" And you're like, "Yeah, you played the entire thing, laying down on your <laughs> bed, just like holding it." Going, no, <laughs> yeah. well, like it's structured in a weird way where you're meant to play it like half an hour at a time and, and okay. stuff like that. It's meant to start every day, you, half an hour a day. Well kinda oh, okay. you're made to kind of find because I think it's more about like hey this isn't going to get you ripped yes. and I think if you two started it nothing would happen with, okay, like, maybe, because yeah. like it's just not that intense well can I, can I tell you what I'm going to do with uh, my one friend Yanni from South Africa we, we've made a, a WhatsApp pact that we're going we're gonna to do the uh, 100 push up challenge what's the 100 push up challenge you do push ups every single day until you try and break 100 in one go Fuck. in one go yeah, That's but it, it takes time, obviously. Like, let's, let's say the first time. So you do as many as you can every day, basically. Yeah, but okay. But and and eventually you'll condition yourself that hey, it gets easier. Like let's say you, you day one, do... three, yeah. day two, three. I'm, I'm, I'm estimating. I'm estimating that on my first day, which is going to start on Monday. Because I want to like start afresh and you know. Oh, that's the death knell of any <laughs> sort of thing. Oh, no, I know. I no, no, no. I'm but, back. But this, you. Is where, this is where the WhatsApp uh, pact comes in. Because we're going to check in with each other every single day and say, have you done them? You know what it's going to be by the end? is going to be topless pictures and videos that they're sending each other. Wow. Oh, Chris is there, there's another group for that. I can't wait on. until Chris is ripped. Chris just I comes in. this challenge. Films can, can, can I fill you in on something? When I was in um, last year high school and 
pretty much all of university, mm-hmm. I was going to gym every single day. Yeah, let me go mm. back 25 years and we can also yeah. stop, you know. No, no, but what I'm, saying, I was, what I'm saying is I used to be ripped. I did so used I, to. I used, um, yeah. You know, like, it, yeah. it's, it's it's doable. You, it's, youth helps with that kind of well, stuff. Yeah. Well, it's mainly time, really. Youth and time, and, yeah. And, I used, and elasticity. Sit-ups used to be my home exercise of, mm. of choice. And I did, I used to do, when I played rugby, I'd do like 200 or so push, uh, sit-ups a day. Nice. Nice. I used, I, to do, I, used to do, I used to do pull-ups. Pull-ups was my thing. Pull-ups. Like pull-ups see, that's chin, tough. Chin-ups. That's tough. But you see, the thing is, because I was because I was so light already, it was my my. Oh, this is boring. Here's a <laughs> here's a weird question: Do if you do pull-ups always even out? Because as they would theoretically get easier, you're also gaining muscle and getting heavier. No, you 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 can do more and more. Yeah, and your more strength, more. like your strength factor, right. isn't, isn't related to just the density of your muscle, right? Yeah, you get to otherwise. Yeah, like literally, someone who could do a hundred will be fucking gigantic. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've seen videos of people just bashing out chin ups like non, like almost like yeah. Yeah, half of it's they technique go to be and honest. Go and go and go yeah. Go. Like I, I when I was doing them at the gym and doing all the pull ups and I was really good at them. A lot of my friends who were going to the gym at the same time and was just as kind of like built as me, they couldn't do it because mm. maybe their their muscle definition was like different to mine yeah. or their technique was wrong whatever it may be but i always remember we yeah. we used to work with a guy called nick and nick could yeah. do the thing where you had some calisthenics ver- yeah. A, yeah. A, a, like a vo- vertical pole he could hang off the side of it completely horizontally yeah, that's and what, what i was like whoa but, but that's that's a great example right because nick you wouldn't necessarily say is a muscular dude no he wasn't strong like he wasn't dude, jack strong dude, he yeah. was yeah. strong yeah anyway there's games. a lot of um what i said that before we get to that there was a lot i used to do rock climbing there's a lot of rock climbers who are insanely strong yeah. you don't look it but then they can do like a chin up with like one finger yeah and yeah, they can man. climb up a, a you know i was never that good but they some of them were incredible the stuff that's what freaked me out about i reckon um, i, I could do uh three fingered push-ups maybe two finger push-ups but could you do a one finger pull-up no, they no, can no they can like pull themselves no, up. That, I was gonna say I, that for... I, I, when we finish recording this, I'll do it for you. I'll see if I can still do it. I used to be able to. I'd be. Uh, we should film it. That's we'll a do a behind Patreon the scenes on the Patreons. Yeah. Hey, there was a film, a documentary picture. that came out. I think it was last year. I think was it called Free Solo. Oh the yeah, guy, yeah. The, about the guy oh, who yeah, free yeah. solos the that elk. Uh, I can't remember the name of the. Oh, the so it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, free solo. And like watching his like obviously he's got like weirdly big fingers because they're all like yeah they've got like claws and shit yeah. because they're so like fucking hard but watching like, him like if you like, to feel my fingers it's like marshmallows <laughs> he's, he's going through the holds and it's like oh yeah this is like a pinky hold where I hang my whole body away from my pinky and I'm like you fucking freak <laughs> yeah but they're mad they're, they're so strong just their yeah. hands and, and then they all die so. and you're like well yeah. look at what you do yeah, for a slipped. living yeah, free, so, free solo oh, maybe you shouldn't have used one fucking pinky and used your whole fucking hand that guy isn't dead you do free soloing over water I think that's the way to do it if you want to do free soloing oh I don't know I'm not going to do any kind of look at me imagine <laughs> me on the side I like to get halfway up hey. I'm like I want to go down <laughs> after six weeks of a ring fit challenge or ring fit adventure <laughs> fucking yeah, ring, hell ring hall challenge I'm not going to bring up ring fit adventure again now until I, no, 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 something actually happens at the very least let us know how what it's like next week yeah, I'll right. let you know how easy it was to get into a kind of a schedule with it. Yeah. The and only... how are you finding it if it's fun, like yeah. what's the game like? Anyway. I need to figure out sleep. That's the issue. <laughs> oh, mine's going to be super quick as well. I've been playing some more uh, Need for Speed uh, Heat. Oh my god, it makes um, me cringe every time. Do you know? I, I was so the thing I've I've quite. Did liked... you get to Did you get to that little island on the top, top like uh, north northeast island? I don't know. Not yet. Oh, I've, such I've, I've, I like the 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 loot cycle in that game of 
it's, it's, it's bothering me less. Like, I, I still don't With like... the day-night cycle? No, no, because you, you select day or night. Like, it doesn't actually become... You don't drive yeah, around Yeah, but they've separated night. the things, right? Yeah, but you, and the only time I go into the night is when I need to get some rep yeah. and, and get, unlock stuff. But I'm kind of getting more used to the... Go and do a couple of races at night before the police are really on your tail and then carefully make your way to a safe house, stay off their radar, yeah. and then you can get there and you're fine. <clears throat> the thing that I, do, I really dislike is when you start getting chased by the police. I mean, oh, it, it's so mad. Some dude was like, oh yeah, just go over jumps and you'll be fine. I must have done like 10 jumps, trying like long jumps and, and jumps through signs trying to get rid of the police. They never, I never had less but than again, two on me. Again, was, all of that rubbish. is fine, right? Like just to reiterate what we said last week, all of that is fine until you're in a race. No, see that annoyed me because then because I couldn't even get into a race, so I couldn't that. Yeah, and but I imagine get if you're in the race and it's like, oh right, now you got to be number one on this fucking. Well, this thing. was after, a, so I'd done a race. They uh, they started chasing me during the race. The race okay, finished, you finished, and then, and they then I couldn't on, yeah. go to the save house because then I had like three cops on me. Then I had helicopters. Then they had these <laughs> extra powerful units that, yeah, that like, like rhinos or something like that. Yeah, and I just remember. So I just the, didn't like it. The starting kind of like cutscene of that game, like the cop almost wants to fucking throw you off the bridge or some shit. Oh like, yeah, like, that, that, shit, the story of that is... game is about like yeah, dirty like, cops and yeah. a new division that's designed to crack down on street but you racing. See, like I was like I was like all for that. I was like okay, so this is how they're going to do the cops. Little did I know it fucking resulted in just psychopathic fucking drivers. But it's fun. I was I was talking to my wife about it and I said it's funny because um obviously we're in the game where you are the criminal right because you're the criminal you're a street yeah. racer oh, yeah. Yeah. and think how you're many breaking times the law. think how many times in that game you do like a head on collision with a family sedan coming <laughs> the other way you are the fuck in that game yep. so they in order to sort of level that out it's the same with films they have to make the bad guys so much worse than you are because yeah. you and your mates are are like scumbags who could kill kids and all sorts yeah. of shit yeah you're but you're happy around. go lucky right and you're but like you're, happy go lucky. you're in Miami and you're like hey! so the, way, the way they deal with that is by making the cops the most <laughs> insanely bad cops you could ever yeah. imagine yeah. they steal people's cars just to try joyride themselves they try and kill people on the sly yeah. they're all bent they're all stealing money like they use every cliche about bent cops mm. and it's, it's ridiculous but I they think, have to yeah they do yeah, have to. You you're, you're right you have to have that kind of dynamic I also think you just came up with the name for the next Need for Speed. Bent. Need, no, Need, need for, for Speed. Speed. Need for Speed, you are the fuck. <laughs> you are the fuck. You are the fuck. Get, slap that on a t-shirt. Yeah. We uh, need to figure out some merchandise. Boy. I am the fuck. Ooh. You are the fuck. You, are the, you, you are, are the fuck. fuck. You in, are the, in the fuck. Pinky, pinky purple writing at a slight angle, you are the pinky, fuck. Pinky purple. Pinky purple. On a black background, just you are the fuck. I you like are the it. fuck. I like that because I think it's ambiguous enough that people wouldn't know. Like, is that a good, I am the I am the fuck. It's like when you when you go to these yeah. like Asian countries and they try and have these uh, English sayings. Yeah. They, they just use like Google Translate. It's like I yeah. am the fuck. <laughs> That's the, the same fuck. as when you do the other way around. As yeah. Well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, that was why I always used to panic when I was doing my Spanish homework because what I'd do is I'd go into Google Translate. <laughs> translate from Google to Spanish, and I test it by copying the Spanish and translating it back to English, and it would be completely broken. I'd be like, "Oh, what do I do? I yeah, don't speak this language." Had that. When I was doing Af Afrikaans in South Africa, we we had to read an Afrikaans book and then write a review. Obviously, I never fucking did that. But <laughs> yeah. what I did is I got like one of these like housewife magazines, you know, like at the time it's called You Magazine. Right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of the like like Hello or something. Yeah, shit yeah, like I that, get right? what you mean. And they had a section where they like they'd uh, review a book. So what I do is I buy the English version, and I buy the Afrikaans version, which is exactly the same, and I just copy the English. That is book too review. smart, and it's also filth. It got me through right up until the time I had to do an exam, and then I realized I did not know a single word of Afrikaans. Your teacher's like, 
Chris is amazing. He's he's my best student when it comes oh, to Africa. I was even I was even more mega mind than that because I'd like dumb down the review as much as I thought I had to. <laughs> right. So I'd be like, this, this is, doesn't look legit. Yeah. Like, I'm getting worried. This is you get a solid B plus, Chris. Good. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm working on I, I I would like to think that if I were a psychopath, there's no way you'd catch me. Mm. Just when, just gonna throw that out there. When so. you were learning languages, did you not have to do a speaking component to the exams? Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, you, you How did you that had go? Your oral. In, um, is average. Okay. Like, like I, I was. So I've, I've never been good at languages, so um, yeah, I'm but, terrible. But it was rough, to, man. to be fair, you are better than most. Ever, like ninety eight percent of British people, given that you speak Afrikaans, Greek. How many languages English? do you yeah. speak? Yeah, three. Three. I mean, yeah. yeah, but well, hold on. Two, yeah, in the, two, two of them, you are two of them is very broken. So yeah, but broken's better than nothing. Like <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't enough. describe my French or Spanish as broken. I describe them as non-existent. <laughs> Me too. I can say, "Can I have the bill?" And can I have a beer? Like three <laughs> languages, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when we went we were in Gamescom, uh, uh, Germany for Gamescom, and I was just like speaking, like a form of Afrikaans to them, and I was getting by just fine. Yeah, because like German and Afrikaans, of course, is more Dutch based, but yes. Dutch and German is kind of similar. Yeah. Dude, I think I think you're doing yourself a disservice there. <laughs> I had a thing where I recently went to Poland, and I realised that I didn't know a single word of Polish. Polski oh, sklep. I don't know what that means. It's like a, a Polish shop. They okay, great. <laughs> But I looked it up on uh, Google. I was like, Polish phrases. And I was like, I'll try and learn some of these. Oh, and dude. It was all shit from Borat. <laughs> so what I found out is that, remember from Borat, Zhenkui? Yeah. That's real. That's thank you. Yeah, why wouldn't it be real? And, and also, and also, Yagshamesh is real as well. Yeah. It's like, how are you or something like that. But in the end, I didn't need to talk to anyone until I had an Uber driver who was the scariest Uber driver I've ever had in my life. Oh, do tell. Well, I got in the back of the car, as I do, and I was like, right, I'm not going to faff about. I don't know what hello is in Polish. So I, I just said, hello. He didn't say anything. And I was like, this guy does not want an English guy in his car. Um, and so he's doing this thing. He's got his phone uh, by the steering wheel, as they usually do for directions. Yeah, yeah. And he's swapping back and forth between Google Maps and uh, WhatsApp. And he's texting people while he's driving. <laughs> and I swear to God, he is veering <laughs> more and more. And every 10 seconds, he looks up and then pulls back into the same. One time, he veered so much, and this is not a word of a lie, that when he looked up, he was already so far in the other lane that he just committed to it and changed lanes. <laughs> And I swear on my I life. I can't believe you didn't say anything. I, I say what? Like, I, oi, fucking idiot! No, Jamie, Jamie was like, "Jingui, jingui." Just saying, like, English. just panicking. Pa panic in any language is often <laughs> a panic. Yeah, nah, but, because at the I end can, of the I can tell you this. This. <laughs> it's universal in any fucking language, right? <laughs> but then he was so relaxed. He, if he just had me in the back, oh. plus he got me there on time, and he, and he said, "Have a nice flight." And I was like, "You know what? You're you, you and me. We're okay." <laughs> We're all good. Jeez, I said, I you. went, Zinkui, Zinkui. And then left. <laughs> I know right. a little bit of Slovak, but a, a tiny bit. Nice. Because my uh, sister in law is. Oh, Slovak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can say, like, I can count to ten. That's about it. Nice. Go on. Go. Give us one, two, three. Little preview. Yen, dva, three. Okay, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. Stiri. Stiri. Stiglitz. Stiglitz. I don't know the rest. Do you know what's great? It's seven, and I think Sediem. And Sediem is like seven, and the other one is I am pooing. <laughs> so the, 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 the word for like seven it. and for I am pooing are really That's similar. Great. Mm. Which is great. Yeah. There, there was a time in, in Gamescom when I, I, I said uh, faith, which is five in Afrikaans, but in, in German it's uh, fünf. Yeah. Fünf. 
25? And it's like, fucking hell. It's like, the, the dude was just looking at me like, this guy's fucking retarded. <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe I am. Fev? Danke schön. Fev? Fev? Anyway, Ian should we move on? Three, vier, five, six, seven, eight. That's German there. Yeah. Neun. No, that. Acht. All very similar, isn't it? Should we talk about games? Please, let's. Oh, my good Lord. I poly- Should we apologize? No. We this, this well is, right. listen, this These was, people knew what they were signing up for. This was if the they plan didn't. all along, all right? They... What? No, that's my watch, sorry. Wow. Alex, mute your fucking watch. Dude. He wanted to get involved. It's a four-man podcast Here's the weather today. Is that your Siri? Yeah. Is it's... Siri always a bloke? Uh, you, can, you can change it. Is what's my? I kind of want to know if my Siri. What's my Siri? I think the there? default is female, isn't it? I would keep it as female because I love the sound of a sexy oh, here we go. Hold female voice. Hey Siri, this is so embarrassing. Tell Jamie a joke. Okay, I'll send this. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> trying <laughs> to send you a message that says a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Siri has failed you. Games. All right, what is your so? People knew they were getting into this. It's a little bit different. It's more, <laughs> more flowy, more meandering. A lot of bullshit about stuff I don't care about. Bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit. People Let's hear love your gaming-related content. I, first of all, I'm going to apologise. I've got a bit of a cold, which is why I sound a bit sniffles. Like, I'm on the I'm on the mend. He's got the coronavirus. Classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just keep drinking Corona. It's giving me a virus. Oh, my God. Hey. How dare you make a joke at the expense of all those dead Chinese people? This is getting very racial. They let's, are let's rolling go. in their um, graves. So uh, the thing I want to talk about, following on from something we talked about last week, was the fact that Half-Life Alex mm. had come out and they'd done an AMA. Um, we've got a few figures from the end of last year about how well the Valve Index has done, the headset, oh. the new headset from Valve. Um, which something I thought was quite cool was after the announcement for um, Half-Life Alex, yeah. the index sales in December were double they had been in previous months and they ended up actually having a pretty good Q4 um, for the Valve Index. I've got a few figures for other head- VR headsets as well. Right. So I thought you guys would bloody love it. But that's interesting, isn't it? Like a killer app or a uh, platform exclusive, platform in this case just being VR yep. or PC VR. Wow. It shifts units. Who would have fucking thought? And we've mm. talked a lot about about the the games they need to bring out and they need to make in order to yeah. get people on board with that tech and get people to just experience it. Yeah. Because it's all well and good selling a few units here and there, but I think Jamie said a number of times before that if you don't like have a crossover thing, if you don't get something that gets people on board, it will just go away and yeah. it'll just die. Beat Saber and Super Hot can only go so far. Yeah, yeah. and oh, they really needed a big ticket. Before you get into item. that, did you see that the PS Plus uh, for this month? I don't know if they did it for other months, but I noticed it this month. Was they're giving two games and then they're giving away a PSVR game as well? Yeah, Ooh, it's cool. I forget the yeah. name of it. It's the tactical Rainbow Six Siege, yeah. just like Firewall Zero or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And it's Bioshock Infinite. No, sorry, the Bioshock Collection, Collection yeah. and the Sims Four. Yeah, so what's funny is I said that's a decent, decent month. It's yeah. a very good month. I I think that um, a lot of people who who really like VR and um, are really looking forward to what it's going to be in the future are going to owe a lot to PlayStation in, in the years to come yeah. because I think without yeah. them like making a completely accessible unit 100% that people can get and it you know, works on their PlayStations that they already yeah. have they're, they're going to so it's the best selling headset right massively yeah. ma- but, not, but massively so as well yeah. yeah but not only that right like it they've got the games for it like full on games not like oh it's yeah. a VR experience it's like hey you want to play Resident Evil 7 and shit your pants in VR you can I, I don't but, <laughs> um uh, so yeah, let's go through some of the numbers because yeah. I thought they were quite interesting. Uh, one thing to say about the index is one of the reasons that it so it, it sold I think a hundred and uh, let me find the actual numbers. Um, so the Valve Index sold one hundred and fifty thousand units in twenty nineteen, but it sold about um, uh, ninety thousand units in like December. Whoa, Jesus okay. Christ! Okay, which was the announcement? 
Yes. More or less. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Around there. Let me let me. Whenever we stream and, Half-Life and now it's sold Two, out. you can't. You like if you wanted to buy one now, you can't sell it. Yeah, out. I think it's sold out worldwide as well. Yeah. It's not even like a regional thing. It's mad. Not that I can afford it anyway, especially no. now. <laughs> the PlayStation VR was the best selling in Q4. It sold three hundred thirty-eight thousand units. The Whoa. Oculus Quest um, was second with three hundred seventeen thousand units. However, some people have said that the Quest might have outsold the um, PlayStation VR, but again, they had stock issues and they sold out. So oh, right, okay, there yeah. is a question about whether or not it would have yeah, actually dude, the quest is more. getting a lot of kind of traction especially it's, because they've got that like oculus link bullshit yeah exactly it's the most interesting vr i've ever been because that's for me it there's still a question mark around vr in general but it takes away so many other barriers to entry where it says hey this is a freestanding like a wireless experience that you can have almost anywhere yeah that i'm like actually do you know what i'd go into that yeah. but you because i like to, vr but you need to connect yeah yeah of course but you need to connect it if you want Half-Life Alex, you need to connect. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah. I think that's the interesting thing about the Valve Index specifically selling so well is because, yes, I know uh, Half-Life Alex will be free with it, depending on yeah. what stuff you buy, but that's a relatively small reason to buy what is the most expensive headset on the market. Yeah. So Half-Life yeah. Alex enthusiasts could go out there and buy an Oculus Rift or an HTC Vive to yeah. play Half-Life well, Alex, so, so but they're going out there and buying the most expensive headset. I think yeah. they want to go all in. A lot of people have an issue though when if you said to them like if you're going to go in then you don't go in halfway. You if you're going to go and get the yeah. you know if you're going to spend right. the money maybe you go and you go okay sod it I'm doing it I'm going to get the best one. I'll, I'll just clarify I did say December but the um the index from June until the end of Q3 sold uh, about um, 50,000 units and then in Q4 it sold 100,000 units so it doubled its sales in Q4 and most okay. of that is from after the announcement yeah. of Half-Life Alex. Um, but I mean in I think just the total numbers of VR headsets that have been sold last year is pretty impressive because you've got um, the Quest sold like 700,000 units um, last year so the um, index sold 150,000 units you've then got obviously the PlayStation VR which is doing the best so you, you're talking like millions of units sold. Have you got the, the, the that Samsung what was it, Odyssey or something? Uh, I do not have because that's I think that's on sale at the moment it's a really good deal actually if you look at um, projected growth for VR and AR in the years to come they are project they are predicting that um, the market will be about what 15 billion dollars by 2023 oh dude I can believe it did you see uh, the LG VR headset that they showed off at CES? yes which was like those fucking like cyberpunk goggles. Yeah, it's like that's what your VR headset is going to be now. Mm. Well, in it, like call it the end of the year, beginning of next year. Maybe. Yeah, I mean that was also the same for that startup company that Google put a lot of money into. I forget their name now, but they were working on the technology, the projected images into your eyes rather than having screens. Magically, magically. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And their first prototype, or I think the first things that you could buy. Maybe a dev kit or something. They were very goggle-like. Yeah, but it, it had like strange. this breakout box that you had to attach. Yes, to it did. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, as soon as they make those little fucking steampunky-looking goggles available without anything else, and potentially either wireless or one cable connecting to a computer, fucking that's and as long as the obviously the reasons are there, like games, then the floodgates are going to open. Yeah, but yeah. the the, ga the games need to be games there. Games need to be there. I think like, see, it can't just all be on, like I said, like Beat Saber, Half-Life Alex, and, and Super Hot. Like. No, but uh, see, I think the I think the real thing is going to be um, uh, mixed reality and AR, I think, are going to be the big things. But those, at the moment, are 
shocking. I mean, yeah. I, don't, if, I don't know if anyone like watching this is, or listening to this has used them, but the field of view on some of those things and the way they oh, yeah, work. Yeah, because you guys interact. tried out the HoloLens we, at the we did, Microsoft we, we did, tried out the HoloLens yeah. recently. And it is uh, like, compared to what I was hoping it would be. So having, so I've got a Vive, having, not, I haven't got that the Pro or anything, I've got the Vive from a few years ago, but having used that and really enjoying it, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a big thing and you've got to be tethered and all this, but having played some games on it and like really enjoying it and then trying out the HoloLens like relatively recently, the difference <clears> is staggering. Like yeah. they have got a lot of work to do on the mixed reality and the AR side. But when they when they get there, and then like you're saying about you know when it's just goggles, when it's just glasses like these, I mean oh. Jesus Christ, that's the end. That's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. yeah, and we've talked about before the fact that it's this weird kind of subset industry where VR itself isn't always necessarily selling particularly well, yeah. but because it's supported by so many other industries, so to speak, like screen technology will continue to get better yeah. and more affordable. And a lot of the elements that make up the components of VR will continue to be important in other industries. So the technology will keep advancing. They just need people who are willing to, I don't know if these people are make, taking a hit or making massive amounts of money, but just keep making the headsets. I suppose it's it's kind of like the things even like you look at the PlayStation Three, right? When they first made the PlayStation Three, they made a loss on every oh, yeah. unit they shipped because the tech in the box was, it was so yeah because they went Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. And then they were they were losing money on every unit, but by the end, or not even the end, but by halfway through that, yeah. that console's life cycle, Total they were making profit. money yeah. because yeah. suddenly everything think, in it was cheaper. They I think I remember reading something about the the. Um, uh, the index that they were selling them at cost and they weren't doing them below cost. I think because they had already sunk in so much. Like if you think if you take in the R and D cost of it, then yeah, they're selling it at a loss because they they're not going to make yeah. up that R and D. Sure. Especially because they made it open source. Right. Like, hey, you want that info? There, it's there. But mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm excited for the the future of VR, and I'm excited to get my hands on VR. Uh, I will say I watched a YouTube video recently where a guy was playing through a VR game that I hadn't heard of for a long time uh, but it looked surprisingly good and it was a Walking Dead game that's come out in the last month or was so okay. Saints and Sinners, Sinners yeah mm. right. and it looked a like a surprisingly interesting fleshed out thing and what I love is that they've nailed some of the more sort of tactile elements of VR and so one of the ways the person in this video kept killing zombies was they'd come towards him and as they got about three feet away from him he grabbed the top of their head <laughs> to stop them getting too close and just sunk a knife into their That's head cool. and I was like yeah if you is one zombie that was shambling towards you that actually makes sense yeah. like you don't need to panic and shoot it in the head just like grab it on the top of the dome and just fucking plant a <laughs> knife in it. I never fucking touch a zombie. You're that, mad. That reminds me a little bit of it. Is it. I think it's Raw Data, which is the the robot one where the robots kind of yeah. use it. From Servios. It is indeed a cracking game. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in Raw Data where when they get near, you can grab hold of them and you can like rip the arm, rip their arm off, and then beat them with oh, their. No, that was Robo Recall. That was oh, Robo Recall. Re yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So we, I played That's that one on one of our videos when we yeah, did VR, cool. and I had all so much fun. And you with could like that. pull their head off, yeah. but it would like the, the cables in their neck would stretch, and then it would snap. Yeah. And then you could, yeah, take pull the arms and legs off yeah, and beat cool. them with it. And you know, another VR stuff. game I'm really looking forward to, which is really flown, you know, below the radar, is um, uh, Respawn's Medal of Honor. Oh shit! Oh, okay. Yeah, I was reading Gonna some stuff about that like two or three weeks back, and and it, it sounds mad. Like it's a full-on campaign, and I, that's, oh, that stuff yeah. is the full-on campaign thing is is interesting interesting to me, but just because the commitment to like getting into VR is quite a yeah. thing anyway. Yeah. And the experience thing works quite well, but when you've got to do it for a full-on like first-person shooter-style campaign... Yeah. Oh, no, I, the well, two... it's got to work, right? Uh, yeah, it must work, of course. No, no, but I'm saying 
if it doesn't work you're fucked that's what because I mean you, yeah, yeah. It, mu- it must work otherwise otherwise, what's the point of the game like <laughs> yeah. if no one can bear to play it more than twice <laughs> and the other thing if you ever have like two handed guns in VR it's horrendous because obviously there's nothing between your hands yeah. so that's when you've got to get one of those little wee peripherals where it's like you do need yeah ex- you should get the like, tennis racket stuff. extender <laughs> you need like a, a generic two handed gun yeah. thing yeah. that you can well that, that, that's what uh, Playstation made for that uh, sci-fi shooter oh yes yeah, they yeah. just made a plastic Case that kind of housed yeah. the uh, the move controls in a way that felt like a gun. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, more and it of that. Had one pointing out the end of it. Trying to sh- use a sniper rifle in VR when you don't have that is awful. I've I've been laying on the floor in my dining room. Laying on the floor. Trying to do a. Sh- you put a ghillie suit on as well. <laughs> yeah. There was that. I can't remember the game was called, but the game the the game was like you're you're a sniper, but you're lying down and you've got like a sandbag and the sniper rifle. That's cool. And you're mm. trying to do the shot. So I was I thought okay, I'm sure I'll do it, but it's so hard to aim your shots. Not quite as cool as being a sniper in a kayak but okay I'll let you, I'll let you. Um, talking about like aiming in VR it just reminded me of uh, a good old friend Steph Murphy at uh, oh god <laughs> at Gamescom putting on the VR headset and playing um, Arizona Sunshine god, oh yeah but Jesus then we realised he's only got one eye like one yeah. working eye so he <laughs> couldn't, couldn't aim yeah. <laughs> Jamie and I were watching him and we were like why does he keep on shooting to the left of their heads every single yeah. time? And the, support, the poor guys, the reason we were playing the game in the first place was for a peripheral company that are making these frictionless pads that go on the bottom of your shoes. Yeah. So it's the where you sit on a chair and you, yeah, you yeah. sit on a chair which, and which you, you, you run and spot. really well and okay. really cool. So they just wanted someone to play the game normally and show off their <laughs> shoes and Steph couldn't do anything. He, he was putting his, his depth perception was out so he was trying to open door handles and he was missing them. <laughs> and it was like, it looked like it was broken. And the port and like a little crowd was building up because <laughs> what, is, are these shoes that bad that you can't and, use them? And, and, they were panicking. And the guy, yeah, the guys who made the peripherals were like, I think one of them came up to me and said, "Is something wrong?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And that's when it dawned. Many on us. many like, things oh, are wrong. Shit, with yeah, him. But, but they yeah. were like, they, they were like trying to help him, and then they were thinking like, "Shit, maybe the demo's gone wrong." Yeah. Or like maybe the calibration. Because we'd organised that. Set. That was one of the few yeah. things that was like. Oh, we're of a size and they're of a size that actually they want us to come and look at this yeah. thing and talk about it which I guess we have <laughs> done since then that's great probably that's although great. I don't remember the name of the company so yeah, VR foots. VR feet. Yeah. yeah, look it up. I, I folks. do want to. I do want to have a look at those shoes because they. The one thing that gets me about VR games is they the, were they were really cool. And Steph said they worked like really really well. The only issue is that they are expensive. Okay, but that's gonna I think gonna be the issue. Have you seen any of those like the uh Oh the ring? Yeah, the yeah. ring that holds you and you've got like a treadmill on you. Imagine getting one of them in your house, it's mental. You can't yeah. do that. No. It's, it's, happen, it's, that's it? overkill, I think. For now at least. Yeah. I need little slippy shoes. Slippy shoes? Well, I can give you some nah. Uh, <laughs> sh- shall I go into my my do uh, it. Yes, yeah, my one? All right. So as you guys may know, I uh I'm a fan of Warcraft in in particular ah, Warcraft Three. You yeah, are. the one worst of, Warcraft. Game. One of the best games ever made. Um, it's favorite uh, movie as well. And I was vastly inferior to Warcraft Two, but please go on. That's wrong. Completely right. Yeah, because you're a MOBA <laughs> guy. Of course, you love hero units. But please continue. Hell yeah. Um, so obviously, Warcraft Three Reforged, which is their remaster, remake, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That came out uh, yesterday, and um, a lot of people were really excited for it. Me included. I really remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a shit show. It's just a it's perfect. Fuck, it's a shit show. What's but, what's wrong with it? What, I, what, I honestly didn't see this coming. I'll be honest. You you may be taking the piss. But no, I, uh, genuinely, okay. I thought this would be fine. I also thought it would be fine because it's like, how can you fuck it up? The, it's a known quantity. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. make it better, yep. right? Polish it, improve okay. it, yeah. and release and it. And even so, they I think it was at BlizzCon 2018 where they said, "Oh, it's going to come out at the end of 2019," and they pushed it. Okay, they pushed it by a month. 
because they didn't give a specific date in in, in um, 2019. They just said that toward uh, Q4 end of 2019. Okay. So, but everyone was like, okay, so it'll be December, and then they really said the end of Jan. Fine, you know, a little bit of a delay. So you think, okay, even with a delay, like there must be a reason for that delay. There must be a reason why the first place they said we're going to release it at the end of 2019. Yeah. Right, easy, easy. I think thing. I'd give them to Jan, though. I think I'd give them that and say, if, if it's one month, it could be a n- no loads of things, right? Yeah, but but I th- I, regardless, like, bad, no, no one, thing. no one was upset by this. Because, <laughs> okay, right. Because they never gave a firm release date, and when they did yeah, give yeah. a firm release date, it was the the Jan thing, okay. right? Um, it, it's it's released in a really bad state, like really buggy. They haven't. They've had a, a graphical downgrade, if you can believe it, on a fucking RTS. Is that based on a? The trailers or the based on the from. gameplay that they had at the previous BlizzCons to the actual release. Like right, there are right. side by side videos where it's like, hey, that looks cool, and this doesn't look that cool. Right, and, and pe- people have even gone so far as to say, hey, look, this is the Warcraft Three mod that some dude in his basement made on StarCraft Two's engine, and it looks fucking crisp. <laughs> Right, and they couldn't even do that. It's it apparently. Uh, look, I haven't picked it up yet because I was reading this and I got me really worried. But I'll, I'll pick it up this weekend hopefully and, and try it out. But we're talking about a real unoptimized mess, okay? Laggy user face, in, uh, uh, user interface. Uh, they've removed a whole bunch of stuff from Battle.net, so the multiplayer side of things. They've removed features, and apparently what they've done is they've removed features from the legacy title as well so that the two are the what? same match. Yeah, so okay, that's what, fucking scummy. That's fucking bad. So what did they get rid of? Uh, no tournaments, no clans, no MMR, no leagues. Wow. No custom lobbies, blah, blah, blah. So not of the, only have they pissed off any new people that were going to come to it, they've also pissed off the people. Oh, massive. Those yeah. are the people who are going to be most even, pissed even off. Even better than that. If you, if you have the legacy title, Warcraft the original, and you buy Reforged, and you double-click on the legacy title... It opens up Battle.net and it launches Reforged. What? What? Yeah. Why? Just about how they're doing it. They're look, so weird. Look, they are so weird. Listen, in, in a way, I understand, okay? Because if you buy Reforged, it's because you want the newer thing, right? But you, it only really works when the newer thing is exactly yeah. or not better Plus, than the previous. You still should be able to go back to the... Uh, the old school one whenever you yeah, want right? to without having to deal with no I don't actually want to play Reforged this time okay so so look mm. th- th- there's a few things for me to unwrap here okay so um, apparently there's also some game breaking bugs like people have started a mission it started out bad yeah. it's getting worse people would start a mission and as soon as they load into the mission they get a fail state great yeah well maybe that's really bad the game's like sorry you're not even yeah. going to pass so the it's not, so it, what's not ready to release really it, apparently but not. they've, they've okay. forced it out. Yeah. So peop- loads of people have been asking for a refund. So it's Warcraft 3 Reforged, but hashtag Warcraft 3 Refunded is, is trending on <laughs> Perfect. Twitter. Perfect. Like like, yeah, right? that's good. That's good. It, it's nice. Um, apparently they were going to redo all of the cinematics. Yeah. Right now we all know, and, and regardless of how shit Blizzard as a company have become, their cinematics department is still fucking top notch. Just look at the Diablo 4 cinematic and you're like, yep. you understand they are the top. Yeah, of the they're game. very good. They've done nothing. So when so they, it's not it's not been read, yeah, where, been read apparently not. So in their own words, right? Let me see if I can find this. In their own words, they said that they wanted to. They were describing the game as more than just a remaster and called it a reimagining. Right. right. So in other words, like fix up all of the animations, fix up all of the cinematics in game and out of game cinematics, etc. The in game cinematics, they took what they released in Blizzard 2018, uh, BlizzCon 2018. The demo that they had and the release and basically in the demo is like oh it's the in-game cinematic in the previous game the camera was just on top and then you had a little portrait just talking yeah and then they're like no no what we're gonna do is we're gonna like world of warcraft we're gonna zoom into people's faces and they're gonna like be touching people and shit like that and i was like holy shit this you know what 
they do that that's next level for, that that is above and beyond sure. just a stall, standard remaster what actually we got was hey guess what the camera floats above and they just talk to each other so they've seemingly gone back on that unless yeah. they are going to release it on patches further i think yeah, all of still, this is caveats they've released it they've this released is, it. they're paying customers playing this game right now and i think if they had said to people like hey we need another two months yeah fine take it yeah. join the club yeah, this is, this yeah, exactly. Is, this is a weird one, though, because in some ways this sounds like a bigger problem than they just need a little bit longer. It the, sounds more the, like... The big problem is the company that Blizzard has become. Well, I was going to say, it sounds like what's happened is they had they were full of good intentions, and they were they you know they promised all this stuff to people, but actually, yeah. for, in what, for whatever reason, the budget's been cut, the, the time's been cut, the, the team maybe's been... I don't, it sounds like something's gone yeah. really wrong. But so there's, there's, there's another thing that people... How could it go this wrong? Oh, dude! Do you know what I mean? It must something something must be going. Something on must be going scenes. on. But they've had they've had a long time to work on it because it's not like they're making the game from scratch. No, and loads of people are saying it feels very rushed. So I just don't understand. Like I know we're kind of like talking around the same thing, but Blizzard in their current state, like why would you have the BlizzCon they had? Why would you go out of your way to push Diablo Four and Overwatch Two? You're trying to win back the goodwill of people. Yeah. Like we're saying, why wouldn't you just push it back? Like you don't. The bottom line doesn't need Warcraft yeah, Three Reforged to come out in January. No. Yeah. It can come out in March and still be in the same financial yeah. year. Just what happened? This does kind of feel like a bit of a cash grab as well. It feels like they've. they've but they don't need. They don't need one. Well, maybe they're they do. Maybe they do. Ma need one. Well, maybe they do. But if you need a cash grab, then like. They should have made more games in the last 10 years. <laughs> so I've got, I got two more points on this, Ken. And the, and the one is, is I don't think, I think it's a bit of a non-issue, but people are making an issue, right? They are saying that any custom game mode that is made using their new engine in this game, blah, 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 is completely owned by Blizzard. And they are banning any copywritten material like, say, Dragon Ball Z or Super Mario, etc. I think this is all perfectly understandable. People are up in arms about it. What they've also said is that they own full ownership of anything that is made in the custom game. And the reason they're doing that is because they wanted to avoid another Dota scenario. Right. Right. And I think that's fair. I think, you know what, <sighs> like, they're perfectly within their rights to do that. But other people are saying that they are capitalizing on other people's creativity. But then again, no one's forcing you to create maps on that mode. So I, I don't know. I, I can see both sides. But They'll just drive people out to, or to somewhere else, though. It's not like yeah. they're going to, it's not like... It's not like they're going to, you know, end up owning and like stuff people make because yeah. people just I, won't do it. I guess the point is, like... You look at Auto Chess, which was made in Dota 2, which was made off of a Warcraft 3 mod, which is Dota All-Stars. Like, it, it all gets a bit muddy. I think this is just them protecting themselves. It's business. I, I understand it. Yeah, I think with the, the, the context of what can happen to games that spawn from mods nowadays, yeah, exactly. I think them covering their backs a little bit more than they used to make sense. And I wouldn't be surprised sense. if they're, the, they're not going to be the first and they're not the last. No, absolutely but the, not. The I would rather have seen them turn around and say something like, do you know what, we owe, we'll own a percentage of it, and then people go, yeah, that sounds fair. If we do make yeah, but something massive. Then thing. it kind of gets into a weird grey area. You only own a percentage of something if it actually makes money, and 99.99999% of stuff that people make yeah. isn't going to make any money. No. So what's the relevance yeah. of voting 50 50% of Goku fan 69's weird <laughs> mod that no one touches. Oh, but, but they don't. But they don't. But they don't have to do anything I, with it to anyone. Yeah, but then it's, it's just a, then it's like a weird agreement. Me, like, yeah. can you really you. get people to agree to a deal like that in, in the process of buying a game? Or I, would, is that... I would agree with you if they didn't have go through the fucking shame of of, the, of Dota. Right? Yeah, because they, they, they took they took Valve to court and then they settled out of court and guess what? Valve made Dota too. Like, come on. Like that's that's the reason. But anyway, the, the 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 final point I've got on this, and this is the the most telling point, and this is going to be fucking interesting. Uh, currently on Metacritic, there are no critic scores yet, but there is a user score. Can I can I guess? Did you see my sheet? No. Okay. 
going to say 3.0. Yeah? You, you I, was, wanna... I would have said, like, maybe... If it's bad as you say, 2.8. At the time of this recording, it's 1.5. <sighs> off of 1,492 ratings. Jeez. But, I mean, but come on, we know that there's so many people putting zero. Zero, zero, oh, yeah, zero, absolutely. Zero, zero. The majority of scores will be zero. Yeah. That's, yeah. Me- user met- <laughs> with, with, yeah. that's, why, that's why user reviews on Metacritic for, are useless. For, re- for reference, can be Fallout 76 scores higher on user scores. So, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it will even out. I, I just... I. You should be able to click a button on Metacritic that gets rid of all tens and all zeros and then gives you an average yeah. based on everything yeah, else. Yeah, to be fair. We, we've spoken about that before. But th- this this really makes me sad because 1.5 on Metacritic, like one of the highest regarded games, whether you like RTSs or not, I know we joke about it, but you guys can't deny that like it's an influential game. Oh, Millions of people love it around sure. the world. For sure, yeah, yeah. And I know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And, and for Blizzard to release it in this state, it's just like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. What do you think is the problem? You're a, you're a uh, Blizzard kid. I think the problem is that the people that are left at Blizzard don't care. Like like at the top. Okay, so I'm not talking about the artists and the people like working daily grind on it because obviously they care because they, they want to work at Blizzard. That's their lifestyle. I think what's happened is a lot of the top people uh, like uh, Chris Metzen, um, oh, fuck, what's the other dude's name? Anyway, they, they've, they've left. Okay, right. because obviously Activision have come in. Activision are putting pressure like, you know, we need this money, we need that money. And I think they're making error after error after error. And what I know from my personal experience in terms of some of these things is this reeks of yes men. Right. Where people at the top say, is this a good idea? And they ask you and you can only say yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if anyone... And then you get the issue of they say, this is this is your team, this is your budget, yeah. this is how long you've got. And then the people who was be like, that is not yeah. enough. Well, you, know, is, you know this whole yeah. thing of like, we'll release it when it's ready? Yeah. That, was, that was, Like Blizzard fucking came up with that yeah. concept, right? They never released a game until it was polished to shit. And that's why people fucking loved that company. And now they're yeah. rushing shit out the door. Well, I think you brought up Activision. And I think they've yeah. got to have some part of the blame oh, because time, yeah. the stories coming out of there all the time are that Activision kept saying, like you said, where's the money? And Blizzard would say the money's in the games. And Activision would say, well, where are the games? when they're ready yeah. and Activision goes no that's not how it works yeah. anymore it comes out now we need Overwatch 2 and they go hang on a second what's Overwatch yeah, how, does it work? how do we make an Overwatch 2 <laughs> Activision say hey figure it out yeah. yeah figure it out but call it Overwatch 2 we're about to make we're about to make Black Ops 5 you'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, that's probably how that discussion went but yeah it's just like it's 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 the Blitzchung thing it's the uh, what was it Diablo Immortal thing yeah it, it's like all of these things like what the fuck are you doing and then they they kind of brought it back with that with that BlizzCon where they were like, okay, there was a bit of a non-apology from Jay Allen Brack. Then they had uh, Diablo Four, which people are really interested in. But now people are looking at this and saying, hey, when you go to pre-order Diablo Four or buy Diablo Four, don't forget that this shit happened. That's gonna be a, yeah, and that that's the Man. worst thing that can happen to a company because of course if that happens, people don't do their pre-orders, which means that, that yeah, they they then are more worried yeah. about the game coming out, which means that maybe they don't you know look doesn't get the development time it needs. I've, and I've, I've cracked it. Yeah. Wow, classic two. Wow, classic two coming soon. Yeah. I'd look, love to. How would you do that? Well, <laughs> yeah. How well, would you do that? Activision just say hey, figure just it out. Figure it out. Not my problem. Look, I'll I'll pick this up because I really want to play the campaign. The campaign will always be good. 
because it's a good campaign as long as I can play the game without having to do the bugs hopefully yeah. any bugs that are there would be patched out um, a lot of people and that's the sentiment a lot of people are saying is like hey if you're just there for the campaign it's not that bad yeah but but it shouldn't have been this oh, thing that's, that's such a bad thing to have to say about a game though it's not if that you just bad. want to pay the campaign exactly. it's not that bad and, and like, for, it should be fucking awesome and for a game as revered as Warcraft 3 it should it should never that's be in the same sense like, like apply that to any other game that you're looking forward to this year Imagine Cyberpunk comes out and we go, if you want the story, it's not that bad. <laughs> Dude, let, let's let's take it even better. Like a fucking remake with a remake and you look at the Final Fantasy VII remake, how fucking... I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I've played a little bit of it and I fucking thought it was good. But just looking at what they're doing with it and the care and attention and detail that they're giving to it, it's like, that's how you fucking do it. If you want to say, oh, it's not a remaster, it's a reimagining, that's how you fucking yeah, do it. Yeah. You know? And you then can't just release a, re a remaster. This if, you, been... if you said that, you then can't just go, Dude, here's a shitty remaster yeah. that's not very this good. This could have been such work. a massive money spinner for them if they had done it right. And people would have gladly given them the money. And instead now, what is it? Hashtag Warcraft 3 refunded. Uh, refunded. Yikes. Anyway, that's my rant. Over. Yeah, well, I'm not going to brighten the mood much <laughs> at all, I'm afraid. Um, because it's been a little while since we checked in on our old friend Google Stadia. Oh! Which, I'll be honest... There's a I'd great fact about Stadia. I think you, you, well, you'll probably bring up about. As I think probably what I'm going to say yeah. because I'd kind of forgo not forgotten that Stadia existed, but it did this weird <laughs> thing where oh, it, done, right? yeah, it launched and then some people bought it, most people didn't, and we were talking about it for a little while and questioning whether it would sort of succeed or fail, and it failed so quietly that <laughs> I almost forgot it existed. It turned out though, thanks to a Reddit post that became quite popular last week, that Google themselves have also been extremely quiet on the front. And this is um. The uh, the the fact that I think Jonesy uh, liked yeah. uh, that Stadia by the at the time that this post was made had officially gone forty days without a new game or a new game announcement of any wow. kind, with no feature updates and no community updates at all, and in total it had been out for sixty nine days. <laughs> that is indeed the start. So in the in the first two and a half months. Inside the first month they'd done stuff, and since then nothing. absolutely nothing. And what's crazy about that? Is that if you own a Google Stadia like account or yeah. anything, you are the people who are paying money for it. Yeah. You are the most committed, the yeah. most there for it people that wanted to try out this new technology. And you're the people that are getting <laughs> fucked over. It's the most backwards thing imaginable. And I, also, I, also it's like it's Google. It's not like some like, oh, it's a startup and they've tried this. Like But they, but they see do you know what it reminds me a bit it's not of like on live. Like if on live <laughs> fails, you're like, yeah, well who the fuck is on live? It reminds me a little bit of Google Glass. Yeah, because it's it's that way that they 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 I think they came out with it too. They were trying to be ahead of the curve. They came out too hard too soon. They weren't yeah. ready. Like they, I think their pricing model and everything they were doing was not right. The way they'd work, like the games as a service thing, is a great idea. But if you can't deliver it, don't do what they did and basically force people Jesus, to buy games yeah. and pay money yeah. to keep the. You think that they'd have enough money, right? The, Google, like what the third biggest company in the world. Uh, Potentially, it's got a, well, it's got to be up there. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, the top five. ABC own them, right? Is it Alphabet? Alphabet. 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 Yeah, but Alphabet Same is different. Google, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, but I know what I'm saying, but I think are they not like the biggest guy? Are they not, no, are they? Well, Apple, Apple, Apple is the biggest. Microsoft, Microsoft is sometimes the up there. Market. But then there's Tencent and there's those Japanese companies, oh, yeah. and there's okay, Exxon yeah. as well, which is massive. Anyway, yeah. The, the point is this: they've got huge cash reserves. Yeah. And they want to do this as a new like break-in market that they obviously thought is worth going into because they can make a lot of money. You would think that they lock themselves in a room, mm. perfect the shit out of it, and then announce it and release it. Yeah. yeah, that's what money affords you. They're not these like startup companies where like, hey, we have to announce it now so we can get some pre-orders so we can pay for it to actually develop it. Like, no, 
you could have just fucking made it made it work and then released but it. But it's, it's even interesting that you say that because I feel like the, the negative press that surrounds Google Stadia, we're not getting Reddit posts and tweets of people saying, hey, like, my game, like, I can't connect to this and the servers are down 50 hours a week and it runs super slowly. There was some negative news stories yeah, at the beginning about out, yeah. what how games were running on the server side like that apparently destiny was running at 1080p on medium settings and being upscaled to 4k and weird stuff like that but it's still just it's the service end of it that they've dropped the ball on and that's the stuff that money does fix yeah Yeah. and like so google stadia pro is the uh, sort of like the paid service that everyone who has stadia has right now yeah because the the free one's not out yet no exactly and it titles you to free games i was looking at what the new games for february are they've just been announced metro exodus which is a good get good game yeah but it's been on services like game pass for a long time now i played on game pass way back when um and guilt which is the tequila softworks game that was uh, came out at the launch of google stadia and is the only exclusive so they've had complete control of that the whole time yeah and on top of that I've one thing I think I maybe knew but didn't really factor into this is that games leave that pro service. Yes. So at the end of January, Samurai Showdown and Rise of the Tomb Raider are no longer going to be free. So if you sign, if you get Google Stadia in February, you'll have Guilt and Metro, and the only other games on it will be Thumper, Farming <laughs> Simulator, and Destiny. So, that, so then you'll have to then pay the full price to keep the game, and then keep yeah. paying yeah. the subscription in order to play it. See, play at it. least that's where Epic Game got it right. I think where they say, "Hey, the game is for free now, but if you download it, that's yours." Right, right. Yeah. If you go on Google Stadia's Twitter right now, they are hyping up the release of uh, Doom Eternal, which is something I can get behind because Doom Eternal is going to be fucking sick. But it is also a game that is not coming out until mid March, and that is a desperate, desperate sign. And it's not like you. It comes out in March, and you can only play it on Stadia. Nope. It comes out in March, and you can buy it on Stadia at full price. Yeah. There was one or two games where... To stream it! But hold on, there were were some games where it's like, oh, this is more expensive. I can't remember what it was, but it's like, this is more expensive. Yes, there was something. It was, uh, was, for some reason, it was $10 more. I can't remember the game, but you're right. There was something that was was $10 more when it launched. Well, they had the weird thing as well that if if you've got the pro one, which like you said at the moment, you have to have, and you buy the game outright, and then you're paying your annual fee or monthly fee to keep it, you end up paying so much more than you would if you want to play one game anyway. Yeah, but also, like... If Google said you're failing and they shut it down and you've bought a game on it you're for fucked. full price, you've lost your games. You've lost your games. It's the same as a lot of people don't realize. It's the same thing with like Apple Music though and, and Google yeah, Music yeah. and all of that and but Amazon. The thing like is, if but you've the, done all of those, admittedly, hopefully they won't shut those things down. But but they they, but there is they're established enough that they will never close down. Like okay, so Games mm. Pass. I know on Games Pass, certain games also leave Games Pass. Yeah. yeah. But it's but but that's why I think people are getting more accustomed to services like. Game Pass, and then uh, on the other side of things, you're talking about Spotify and Netflix. So you're talking about like Apple, like something happens to Apple, people lose their iTunes library. If something happens to Spotify, I don't consider my Spotify library mine. No, I stream that music. Yeah, the Netflix library isn't mine. Yeah, the Game Pass library isn't mine. The Google Stadia games are mine because you're asking me to fucking pay for them. Yeah, and that is where they missed it. It's like going onto Spotify, paying paying your your Spotify subscription. Yeah, and then like Eminem drops his fucking music to be murdered by, which is an average album, by the way. Um, and uh, but then they say, oh, you can't listen, you can't stream it, you have to pay for it. And then you can stream it. 
and then it, and then if Spotify shuts down, then well, then you're fucked. See, that's that's why I think they they completely messed up right at the beginning because if they'd have, if they'd have gone for the Spotify model, the Netflix yeah. model, that then they wouldn't have had that problem. And if games drop off and they said, by the way, yeah. just remember that this game will drop off in like sixty days or whatever, you got yeah. two months to play. I, you could not, you couldn't complain. It's mental. And you know what? I honestly thought. I didn't think it would go as badly as it did for them. I always knew there was going to be a little bit of it. There were going to be teething problems and that the real litmus test was going to be when it goes free, how many people sign up and are people actually going to be happy to buy games when the service is completely free. But now there's been such negative word of mouth. And even when there hasn't been negative word of mouth, there's been no word of mouth because no one's talking about Stadia because not enough people jumped in to actually be able to start conversations about it. Yeah, you know know that you said it got a bit quiet. Can I tell you why it got quiet? Yeah. So people logged on to their Stadia and they're like, oh, it's not working. I'll just switch on my PlayStation and play it there. <laughs> yeah. Rather than saying, I'm so furious, I'm going to Where go the exact and... same games are, and yeah. they're probably cheaper. But this is, look, so a lot of people are saying, oh, but it's cheaper than owning a console, or whatever. But actually, if you buy a secondhand console, and sometimes they come with games, you, you can yeah. make a case for it. Like, no, no one no one is going to, no one's outright going to say, I'm never buying a console at least not now, and say, I'm just going to go for Stadia. No. It's also not cheaper than a console, because if you buy a PlayStation well, 4 and you own it for five years, then you've paid, you know, your, you paid yeah. 300 quid, whatever it is for the PlayStation 4. Yeah. If you have a Stadia membership, which costs you £10 a month for five years, mm. that's going to cost you like £700. You, you, so you, can, I, you can make a case for it. I, yeah, I, I still maintain, and it, this is as being the person that's brought a negative Stadia story to the table, <laughs> that there will be a point where Stadia gets a second chance to kind of kind of put itself back out there and find a new audience. And that is kind of what we're talking about. I think there are a subset of people that don't buy enough games to feel that there's like inherent value in a console. And when you tell them, hey, Google Stadia, you don't need an account anymore. You don't need a premium account or a pro account. You just go in your browser or an app on your phone and you'll buy Call of Duty in one place and all of a sudden you're playing Call of Duty on your phone, you're playing Call of Duty in Google uh, Chrome, you're playing it through Chromecast on your TV or whatever and it works everywhere and it runs okay. And that's when people... You know what the issue with that is? What? Is as soon as you take that idea of what Stadia could be yeah. to the reality of what Xbox X Cloud is will be in the next few months and and you look and you say... Oh, okay, yeah, Google Stadia, they've got like five games. Okay, cool. Oh, Xbox Games Pass, all the games in the world ever, and you can play it on your phone or on a PC or on an Xbox. Yeah, sure, I'll take that. Yeah, for and me... It, and what, it won't be long until xCloud is like, yeah, you can play it in your browser. Ev- everything is moving toward a subscription model. Everything yeah, is... Yeah, so then it's a, race, it's a race to say who does it better, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Stadia on... Stadia aren't even doing it better than no. Nvidia. Even when and it's they, free, they, they, and like they you were... said, even if it's free, and even if you don't need an account, and you can just buy a game, people don't. I don't. I can't see many people doing no. it because you've still got it, your hand in your pocket. It's the whole thing what pocket. Jamie was saying about about uh, Witcher Three on Switch. Yeah. Why play it on the Switch yeah. when you There's can no play it on your PlayStation? And Why especially... be hampered? I always sorry. I always used to say it with like uh, Doom Twenty Sixteen, uh, the Wolfenstein games. I was like, oh man, I really want to play them on the Switch. But then I thought to myself. But you know what? I don't want tendonitis and whole touching, <laughs> yeah. touching those fucking controllers. Yeah. Like, there, there gets to a point where there's no reason to play a certain game on a certain console because it doesn't make any sense. And Stadia, to me, there's nothing there that they can offer that, in, in let's say I, I did not have any PC or any console whatsoever and I couldn't afford one, and maybe I could afford a monthly thing, then sure. But there's no reason for me to go Stadia over yeah. literally anything else, and there's no reason to go to Stadia over 
NVIDIA or, or PS9. Yeah, I honestly think this is the make or break year for Stadia break, already. Break. Um, it's broken and they don't realise Because it. I think this is... Well, I, I think you, you could well be right. Uh, but I I wouldn't be surprised if... I don't think this the consoles coming out this year will be the last generation of consoles. Oh, I don't think so. Um, but I think they'll be... I think the, the last time they'll be as important as they are. I think uh, as they, I don't think they'll be the. I think the chance that they'll they'll put out another box. It just won't be as important. Yeah, it, it might just be a box I, to say it, like, hey, this will play four K yeah. instead of. I'm, but I'm, the, I'm going hardcore. This is the last. Yeah, hardcore. but you've been going hardcore yeah. for the last uh, how <laughs> five years. Coming up on seven years, I'd say actually seven yeah. years this year. <laughs> uh, I've, and never, I've never you, said this will be the last generation of consoles. Before. No, but you've put dates on it that will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, I've said. Well, one of I your dates was 2021. That's next year now. I, I still think it could happen. The PS5 <laughs> is going to come out one month before the start of 2021. No, no, you no. are wrong. The 2021 thing was that uh, the cloud gaming would have a bigger market share than consoles. Wrong. So we, wrong. There's not. Wrong. I, I still think it could happen. Oh, there's no it way. is 2020. No way, anyway. it, is tw- wait, it is 2020. 20, it is 2020. It is 2020. There are 150 million combined PS4s and Xbox Ones out there. Fuck knows how many switches. No, no, we're going to we're gonna have to wait and see, mate. <laughs> Google just fucked it up coming into this market. I was just about How's to say, it going to swing that much? I was just about You're to crazy. Say that. I, I agree. Stadia's make or break year is this year. If if by some miracle they realise how much they fucked up and yeah. they turn around and they say, um, and then you've got like a whole load of games are coming out toward the back end of the year. You've got you know it's hopefully going to be a pretty good year good year for gaming in general. It's just obviously very dry at the moment. If they get to a point for Stadia where they say we've completely switched our model, it's twenty five pounds a month. You don't pay for any of the games. It is Netflix of gaming. Oh by the way, you can pay twenty five quid in this month and you will get bam 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 playable day one when they all come out i think that you might you have some people who will who will then go hold on for 25 quid or 30 quid or whatever i can play three to four of the biggest titles that have been released this year and that's all i have to pay and then by the way i can you're not wrong that's certainly appealing but then you know what's going to happen is when you're going to sign up there's going to be a little little ad on the side there they're saying (laughs) hey why don't you play Games Pass for one fucking dollar for the month, and this gives yep. you X Y Z. And, and get, then where oh, are you gonna go? No, nah, because you because you still need because you still you still need other, when X Cloud's a thing, you won't. Well, you, you don't need anything. Well, you well, you do it on a phone. Yeah. it's a stream. It would be streaming. No, but I know, but but it's why? How come it's only one dollar? Games Pass is one dollar. Xcloud might be more if they but, but if they bundle uh, X Cloud into Game Pass Ultimate, yeah, which is what the, like. Ten, for the first month, like ten dollars or something. Yeah, and first, it's like sixteen rolling. Yeah, okay, for the first month. Yeah. So there's going to be a, what it means. There's going to be a price point. But if Google figure it out, and if they can, if they can, they so maybe they maybe um, Microsoft will I just do it before see they do. How they can compete? Because if I they, think, if, well, like we've already said, they've got the infrastructure, they've got the money, they've got yeah, the. Let me let me let me let me, let me, let me put it this way. Yeah, Microsoft yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft are far and ahead in the lead in terms of the uh, where their services are at and what they're offering people, but yeah, they, they are, are not in the lead in any other capacity. They have won yeah. the hearts and minds. They haven't won the wallets. Yeah. Sony, who still are in charge in terms of console sales and oftentimes sales of exclusives and so on and so forth, market share, they are the least advanced when it comes to. The offering of their services yeah. and the way it's structured. Yeah, PlayStation. The, now the, the swing, Between the two the, of them, the swing hasn't happened yet. Where the thing that people are really vocally happy about is the thing that's making more money. And I think the Xbox is probably taking a knock. Have to be taking a knock yeah. when they say, "Hey, Gears Five probably should sell ten million units." Instead, we're going to put it on Game Pass day and date. You'd have to be crazy to buy Gears Five or any other yeah. Xbox exclusive going forward. Sony haven't taken that hit yet. 
there's no way The Last of Us 2 will be free day one. But you can, because they're not crazy. But Sony will have to adjust at some point. Yeah. But the, all I'm saying is, if Sony haven't adjusted yet, it does suggest there is still time for companies like Google to figure it out as well. Like, yeah, just yeah. because Xbox are doing it now doesn't mean that anyone that's not doing it yet is lost. Nintendo aren't doing anything yet, you know? Well, yeah, people that's... people are falling behind Xbox, but they're not losing out for it yet. No, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think, so that's what I'm, I think like, Google, they, they, yeah, they're not, they might not... They might not figure it out fast enough, and they might just quietly put Stadia in the bin, which I could easily see happening. Yeah, yeah it's that, that's right? my prediction. That's my 2019 prediction that Stadia will not make it to 2020. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah, Stadia's not going to make it to 2021. They'll they'll either they'll figure it out, they'll make a streaming service like games as a service. Yeah. It'll work really well. They'll put the money up and they'll do whatever, or they'll do what they did with the glass and they'll say, "Oh no, it's like a business to business thing, and devs use it to test <laughs> yeah. stuff out, well, and yeah, it's exactly. 300 quid a month." Or you that's know, probably what where they'll pivot it because between because what you said actually makes perfect sense right and you say between what sony is doing and between what uh microsoft is doing there actually is everything every aspect of gaming is covered mm. so where does google google don't have any niche to fit in in a way but for me there's like, a few things but like nothing that's gonna push people but for me you might you might as well be talking about like how blockbuster and the blu-ray market and dvds had the like tv and video market sewn up and netflix were just like posting discs out to people's houses or whatever it was yeah but mm. I, th I think that the difference... suddenly they went oh fuck we can just use this new tech to do this the and difference they blew there... everyone out they destroyed businesses and companies the and difference is the there is they destroyed businesses and companies because those businesses and companies started to wane whereas there's no waning between microsoft and yeah. and sony I, I, yeah sure. i think yeah, so, so, yeah. so like yeah. let's let's put it this way yeah. sony play, could be in trouble the microsoft... playstation the reason that the playstation like managed to go in there if you think about it is actually because of the demise of Sega and there was no alternative. You had a Nintendo and then what else are you gonna, you gonna go for a failing Sega? No. So what they, what Sony said is, hey, there's opportunity here, let's let's come in. Yeah. Mm. I, I I think I think Jamie's largely right though, and the Xbox I think are gonna be the ones who would come out on top yeah. soon. But if, I think I think Google if Google played it right, they could almost like move into where you would expect Sony to move in if Sony aren't are too slow on the uptake. I think it's a fascinating point in the industry where everyone from professional analysts to you know gamers for lack of a better way of putting it to idiots are, on podcasts sure <laughs> like to idiots on podcasts are continuing to identify that services and ecosystems will determine success in the next decade of gaming yeah um and yet the people who are doing it best are not yet uh, seeing the like like getting the results yet i don't which I think a lot of it is because where we're at in gaming right now is steeped in the last 10 years of uh, gaming, which is, in Sony's case, seven years of being the biggest console yeah. manufacturer in the world. Yeah. But that could all change very quickly. I, I, I do think, I, I still come down to, I know you say it's madness to say like by the end of 2021 or whatever, but I do think that the, 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 the day that something, not Stadia, I don't think it will be at all, but the day that a company, two years after a console release, say, you can't play this Honestly? game any better than you can on our system and the PlayStation will need to release their new PlayStation in order to play this you, that well. I think that consoles get in real trouble. You, and when you look at ages of consoles and hardware and things like that, they're going to have to be... They, they wouldn't. I don't think they'll be able to keep up. No. I think you and me have been having this conversation <laughs> for not only having been having it for a long time, but I think your stance is the weakest it has been in years. Simply because <laughs> one of the biggest companies in the world has failed to do what you think they should be doing and but they have because, for failing to do what and they should have done and like because before. because I, because sony and sony and microsoft are both gonna go out there at some point in the next two to three months 
well, Microsoft have basically already done it. Sony are going to yeah. do it in the next month or two and say, here's the box that's going to be under your Christmas tree this Christmas. Yeah. Weirdly for it's me, it's going to cost $500 and it's going to be hot shit. And you're going to buy games on Blu ray discs that go in this box and you're going to be doing it for the next 10 years in the hundreds of millions. Right. Are you, okay. That's, that's R- so wrap, true. Wrap up your thing because we, we need to wrap this up. So. Compl- we could go on for hours. Yeah, I'm sorry, I completely folks. agree. With, I completely agree with you. And I think that will happen. But the interesting thing for me is, and, and now that you've put a time frame on it, I think when you, and when you think about it, the idea that by 2030, people would be going, we're getting all excited about the PlayStation 6 is so alien to me now. Because if you go back 10 years and then you go back like 10 years, I think, I think, I do think this could be the last generation of consoles. Because for me, the next, if there is a console, the next time a console is released, it will be the size of a USB stick today. Yeah. And it'll be more yeah. like a Chromecast that you plug into your TV. And you could, do you know what? You might win the argument yeah. by saying, hey, they've called it the PlayStation 6. I, I, I think it will happen. It will look nothing. I, don't, I think that's exactly what it'll be. I don't I think, think it'll even be cloud gaming. I just think it will be the, like the, the, uh, the fact that, the uh, needing to own a certain console to play a certain game yeah. will not be the way it works now. Whether it's because like Sony have committed to yeah. putting their exclusives on uh, PC, like basically everyone, everything will become more fluid, and people will realize what Microsoft have been realizing for the last couple of years that getting people to sign up for services and buy your games in any capacity, getting people on board and in your ecosystem is what you want, yeah. not necessarily making five hundred dollars from them every seven years. Yeah. That's Which a- is why you're, I think you're partly right. We're just our time scales yeah. are different. It's funny because you can see how Disney. Prime, Netflix, how all these companies are now doing the whole service thing, and you go, oh well, yeah. I want to watch the new Disney film, and now Disney have got their own service. It's can, can I, can I, can I think this is a conversation I was, for another podcast. Can, <laughs> can, can I end the segment for yeah. with a hot take? Yeah. yeah. Next big player to come into the streaming service game, Amazon, and it will be heavily tied to and associated with Twitch. Yeah. To the point where all their streaming services come under the same banner. You're going to be watching people stream games on Twitch and it's going to have a button the top right, bottom right saying start streaming now well because they already yeah. do it don't they Twitch, Amazon yeah. already owns they and, and, owns and they're going and they're going to get people to stream game to stream games on Twitch while they stream yeah. them on Twitch Plus and it's Amazon all going to be video. one big right. system yeah. yes yeah. No, yeah. right well anyway some interesting <laughs> things that we've discussed today uh, not just games movies as well if so, you've made it this far then congratulations, yeah, congratulations. you win such like having the chocolate factory um, but yeah we, we are interested in hearing your thoughts on these topics so if you're watching on YouTube just leave a comment down below if you are listening on your podcast platform of choice first of all give us a five star rating because we deserve it thank you very much but then get in contact on our social media which is at uh, super show pod and let us know your thoughts what are we on Twitter Instagram Facebook just, just Twitter and Instagram. Just, who, Twitter who's these? Instagram. We're not grandmas. Yeah, Facebook. Sorry. sorry not Facebook. Well. Jesus. Anyway, and and with that, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Next, next, next time. Next time. Next time. We'll see you next time. See you next time. I fucked it at the end. See ya. Bye. Bye.